surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. I'm saying that because we are starting this podcast right now without even knowing the topic. And Ooh. we're doing that because we have a very special guest with us today. Isn't that right, Carl? Yes, we do. And it's not just the Holy Spirit. It is. It's Derek Simmons yes, here on the pod with us. <laughs> and if you've listened to some of our previous podcasts, uh, you know him as DS Will Rock for Jesus. And oh, maybe man. you've heard some of his music, but uh, this year he's just stepped into uh, really just releasing amazing, amazing rap music. So it's it's really something you need to check out. So we'll, we'll plug and uh, support him as much as we can right here, right now. DS Will Rock for Jesus. Yo. Go download it on Spotify or wherever you get your music. Um, but without further ado, I'll introduce Derek because he is giving us the topic today. <sighs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Share with us, brother. What do we have on our hearts? Ah. <sighs> So this has been speaking to me for the past few days. Uh, I wanted to talk about like kingdom, like business, like wow, kingdom business, like kingdom work, like uh, is it like the reality that like we're in the end times, and I feel like it's important that we really wow. like pave the way. Um, for the Lord's return by making disciples, by being obedient to him. Um, and just like if, if like the Lord's spoken to someone or spoken, you know, to any of us to say to do something like not making any excuses and doing it and not just doing it, but doing it with diligence, doing it with hard work and doing it ultimately for the glory of God. Um, because I think um, I feel like we just not not like. I'm not saying us, but just in general, like as a whole, as a body, I feel like we lack that. And we've been getting so lazy. So I guess content, you know? Um, and so that's, that's what's been on my heart for a while. Like that, what has the Lord given us? How can we steward it? Um, and like just going after it. So, yeah. Amen, bro. And it's, it's a great topic. It's definitely from the Lord because all three of us, are in a stage of our life right now where the Lord has given us something to do. Uh, you know, Carl is stepping into a computer business. Um, I'm stepping into a tiny home business and potentially with Derek and, and then he's stepping into yeah. music. Um, yeah. so this is a really good topic from the Lord. And, um, I, I agree with you. I was actually just talking to somebody last night, a, a kid that I'm mentoring, um, younger guy. And, it's almost like he expects everything just to be handed to him. Um, like there's no hard work involved that like one day, like suddenly just out of nowhere, he's just going to be a millionaire, you know, or he's going to be an excellent businessman or he's mm -hmm. going to automatically just be, you know, X, Y, Z of what God has told him to do. But I think all of us in here know that um, anything that the Lord gives us, it's going to take hard work and diligence and it's going to take a lot of like sweat and putting our hand to the plow to see it through. And, and I like it better that way. You know, it makes you appreciate it more. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely more rewarding doing it that way. And, um, I'm thinking of that verse. It talks about like when I was a child, I thought like a child. Um, but when I became a man, I put away, you know, those things. 
Um, and I think that that's like a big thing for, um, our generation. Like, I, I mean, I'm a millennial and I mean, even people in my generation, I think that a lot of people in my generation and below have had that mindset of like, everything is just going to be given to me basically. Um, and I, I mean, the reason I'm saying that is because that's how I lived most of my life. Like I just expected something and, um, I never wanted to put the work in to do it. Um, somebody like one of our brothers that, that we walked with in the bread here, like he used to, he used to tell me not to skip steps. <sighs> like I would always look for the shortcuts in life and, um, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way in the kingdom. Um, the kingdom works by like stewarding what we have really well, mm. you know? So if we steward Jeez. like the job, uh, whether it's washing windows or mm. selling computers at a computer store or whatever it is that we're doing, um, helping deliver books, right? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. We do everything for the glory of the Lord. And so when we steward things really well, he gives us more to steward. And I love this topic as well, because especially like Derek said, stepping into the end times, like I really believe that it's on the Lord's heart for us to be excellent stewards. Yeah. And um, I, yeah. I do, bro. I believe we're all like learning to do that together. I, I really do. Hmm. Yeah. Like. One Bible verse that like really like convicts me a lot is like uh I don't know the exact verse, but it talks about a verse to where like when the Lord looks over earth, will he find anyone that's faithful? You know? Um and it's just like like yeah, the Lord's given us words and even those that are listening, like the Lord has put a desire in your heart. Um and like this is I feel like there's just not a time to like waste anymore. You know? Like I feel like like I think it's time that we just stop wasting time and it's just like okay the Lord called me to do this I'm gonna do it and even if like you may not know that right now like just continue to have your eyes on him like what gives us momentum and like working hard working for the Lord is like you're my first love you're my first love you're my first love yeah bro like really recognizing that like Jesus is our first love like I love him so much that I'm going to work diligently I'm going to push past what I feel. I'm going to push past my fear. I'm going to make disciples because he's worthy of the obedience of the nations. Like we're literally living in a time to where people are like literally waiting for sons and daughters to rise for sons and daughters to rise. And so like, if we're not doing anything, then it's just like, <laughs> you know, like it's just a waste of, a waste of time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I, I want to hop in just really quick um, because I want to say, um, how much you, Derek, have been a part of my life in helping me to walk this out, just like you, Seth. But um, specifically right now, um, I just want to say, like, thank you, bro, for, like, always pushing me towards that. The reason I'm saying that is because I'm realizing more and more as I walk with Seth and Derek that we can't do this alone. Like, the desires yeah. in our heart, we can't get to them by ourselves. We have to be doing this with the body. This is not something that you can do on your own. Me and Derek talk about it all the time. In, in um, uh, Seth and I, too, but, like, how I always used to want to do everything by myself, and I can't do this thing um, by myself. And mm. so just thank you guys for pushing me towards the things that the Lord said. Dude, same to you, bro. Yeah. And speaking on the, the kingdom business idea, uh, I, th I think what happens with, we get too focused on ourselves. Um, maybe you're out there and the Lord's told you to do something. He's told you to start a business or he's told you to go work 
or work for somebody or, or even pursue music or whatever it may be. And your fear is um, so captivating because all you're thinking about is yourself. You're consumed with how, how, is, how am I going to get this done? Uh, what are people going to think of me when I do this? Um, how is this going to affect my life? Hmm. But what is kingdom thinking? Seek first the kingdom of God. Uh, how, how is this going to benefit the kingdom? How is this going to draw uh, me closer to Christ? But how is this going to draw other people closer to Christ? How is this business going to serve a major need in this community? How is this business uh, going to be able to serve those that are least of these around me? Um, and getting that focus off of ourselves, especially in the culture we live in, everything is yeah. me-centered. How's it going to affect me, 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 me? Uh, and I, I really believe that a lot of people are depressed and anxious-filled and just stricken with fear and, and all this just get eaten alive by the enemy because all they're thinking about is themselves. <sighs> um, but if the Lord has called you to do something, it's not about you. Mm. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about the Lord. It's about what he's asking you to do. It's about obeying yep. him. It's about the people that are going to be affected, seeking the interest of those around you before your own. Hmm. Uh, so that there's something powerful when we begin to, to f- fix our eyes on the people around us and the God before us and getting our eyes off of ourselves. Yeah. Um, and that's going to give us power and motivation, I believe, to keep going in those hard times. Wow. And bro, even what you just said is so powerful because in the midst like of building um whatever the Lord's called you to do for the kingdom of God, for the like building that for the kingdom of God, a lot of us we're trying to build our own kingdoms. Jesus. We're trying to build our own kingdoms. Like when when the Lord calls you to do something, is it to Ooh. build your own kingdom or is it to edify and build up the kingdom of God? Because when Jesus comes, when he when he establishes his throne, when he establishes his kingdom, Every kingdom that was built off of pride, off of fear, off of, of, of just, if there's anything that is not of God, it will fall. And so like even self, uh, having that self-examination of like, oh, I'm building for the kingdom of God. I'm not building for myself. Having that John the Baptist mentality of I'm, I literally need to decrease so that Jesus may increase. And like taking like our eyes off of comparison and just different stuff like that, like, mm. Just being obedient, being obedient mm-hmm. to the Lord is just so important. Because um, sometimes, yeah, you can get even get so stuck up in comparison, and that's like, <laughs> what is there to compare to? You know, like we're all we're if if you're building for the kingdom of God, if you're building for Jesus, if you're intimate with Him, then where why is there room for comparison? You know, um, I feel like the Lord just breaks all that off. Um, when we're so focused on him. Carl, I'm interested. Uh, so if you didn't know already, but uh, Carl just started a computer business, just had his first customer today. Celebrate. Celebrate good times. Come on. Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hey, why don't you share that, te- like testify of what the Lord did with that really quickly, but then answer this question. Um, what has it been like starting this business that the Lord gave you? Maybe just go through some of that um, and describe kind of the ups and downs, but also how he kept you going even in the midst of turbulent times. Like I even remember the other day I asked you, how are you doing? And you said, my spirit man is excited 
and confident, but my flesh is really struggling. <laughs> I, why don't you unpack that a little bit? Because I think that'd be really important for people to hear um, for those that are about to step into some stuff. Wow. Yeah, Lord, thank you so much, Jesus, for your faithfulness and for your grace and your love and just your provision, truly. Um, um, I start that way because this business isn't mine. Like, it's mine to steward, but literally it's his. And I will testify that for whatever it is the Lord has me stewarding from now until I meet him face to face, because that's the only way it works. Just like Derek was saying, we don't build our own kingdoms. Um, it's amazing to work for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, um, and help him prepare for what's coming. Um, yeah. So bro, like I had this computer, I had a friend reach out and he was like, Hey man, like I need you to reset this iMac. I, I can't reset it. I don't know. Um, can you help me? And I'm like, yeah, I'll help you. And so, you know, I picked up his computer, brought it over and, um, I had a keyboard and a mouse, um, you know, in the back of my car that's been in there for a little while. And so I plugged it all up and I'm going to, I'm going to work on this computer and I plug it in, bro. And the mouse doesn't work. I can't like navigate the computer. I can't do anything because I need this mouse to make it work. And this is a few days ago. This is on Friday. I think I picked it up. And so, you know, over the weekend, I'm like, well, I can't do anything, you know, with the, with the computer and I need to find a mouse. And me and Derek even went to Goodwill to go look for a mouse. Um, and uh, some sunglasses hallelujah and um couldn't find a mouse uh go home and still couldn't find one i was gonna borrow one from our neighbor and um he wasn't home when i needed it so basically this mouse wasn't working and the reason i'm going through all this is because every day i wake up and i ask jesus hey how do you want me to work on my business today do you want me to like watch videos and and learn about like how to improve seo like search engine optimization so that my name can get out there on google do you want me to like work on this computer do you want me to um go out and uh you know do this or do that i asked the lord and so today i was asking him i was like what do you want me to do and he said work on the computer and I thought for sure I would be like working on like learning videos and things like that. And I'm like, Lord, I can't work on the computer. This mouse doesn't work. Like, how do you expect me to work on this computer, Lord? And I swear he said, work on the computer. I'm like, okay. And so literally I turned on the computer and I literally said, mouse work in Jesus name. And immediately, bro, I'm not kidding. Immediately the mouse just started working. The same wow. mouse that wasn't working at all. Um, and so I was able to get into the computer. I was able to reset it. And if it had been a different model or if it had huh. been a different um, year or a different software version, I wouldn't have been able to reset it the way that I did. And so the Lord really just like confirmed his faithfulness. Seth was praying that he would give me a sign of life last night. Um, you know, and, and biblically he's, he's like drawing a parallel to when Noah um, sends out the dove and, the dove comes back with the olive branch or I can't remember exactly what kind of, was it an olive? It doesn't matter. After the flood, there's a sign of life. And so, yeah, that was really encouraging, um, to, to have the Lord, you know, help me through that process, um, today specifically. And yeah, hallelujah for my first customer. Um, hmm. the preparation though, of like getting everything started, like building a website and, um, learning how to get like, my name out there on Google, that was a whole different thing. And and like Seth just said, 
my spirit man is like leaping because I know that the Holy Spirit is, is confirming this and saying, this is what I want you to do. But my flesh is like, I have no idea what to do. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I do not know how to do this. Um, and like after I left computer pros, which was where I was working before, um, I started this business. Um, there was like a, just a day I want to, I just wanted to share this cause Derek said, said something earlier about if you don't know what you're doing or just, he was encouraging people to start and go for the thing on their heart from the Lord. And I want to just reiterate that and say, go for the thing on your heart from the Lord. Like, just do it, just do it, just do it. I was in my kitchen and I was like having dialogue with the Holy spirit in my head. Like, God, I don't know how to do this. Like, are you sure this is what you want me to do? And the Lord was like, he just gently prompted me. He's like, what, what's your biggest fears? Like, what are you afraid of son? And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it, Lord. And I opened, (laughs) I opened this overnight oats thing that I bought from the grocery store. And this is just a silly testimony, but it, it was the Lord. And literally in the middle of this dialogue, I opened this thing up. I peel back the, the, the lid. And on the other side, it says, start even if you don't know how right in the middle of my dialogue with the Lord. So I just want to share that word with you on the oatmeal. Yeah. On the overnight oats guys start. Even if you don't know how Mm. step he's there waiting for you to step. It's good. Amen. (laughs) That's really good. I really liked how you mentioned your process in discerning what to do with the Holy spirit, uh, through this whole, um, adventure like it's it's been it's been a step-by-step walk with the spirit and that's truly how this should work uh if you try to step out in your own power and the things that you know the visions that god has given you you are going to fail like it's good to be afraid because you will fail Mm -hmm. but if by patient endurance and patient waiting and gently and humbly walking with your god and like you said, dialoguing with the Holy Spirit on your decisions and choices. And he will tell you what to do. He will tell you what to do. You know, I grew up in um, basically a community of faith that didn't really teach you that you could hear from the Holy Spirit uh, quickly and easily and effectively. It was something that, you know, you had to pray on for months and months and months to even, you know, get something confirmed. And it wasn't even like a, a very, you know, easy answer to get it was like this hard thing to get but i'll just break that off of anybody here like if you feel like you can't hear from god you can you can hear from god ask for his holy spirit to speak to you and take the time to listen like you may have to lock yourself in a room for an hour and just sit there and just listen and continuously ask god what are you saying what are you saying what should i do about this like ask him questions ask him questions he's waiting He's waiting to answer you. He's waiting to give you the blueprints. He's waiting to give you the details. And in your midst of like, I don't know how, I don't know how, I don't know what, I don't know where, I don't know who. Like he will tell you. He will tell you everything you need to know. And some of you may be like, yeah, but I want to know all the details before I before I can do it. You don't need to know all the details. You don't need to know all the details. You need to know the step, the next step. So good. You need to know the next step and then you can move. But you don't need to know the full plan and you don't want to know the full plan because that takes away the fun. That yeah. takes away the excitement, you know, and, and I'm joyous that the Lord has told me to build tiny homes, but I don't know where it's going to go. Like, I don't know where that's going to take me. Um, right now I'm waiting on a pop-up camper to get sold before I can even step into that. And it's like, 
I want to rush, 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 rush to get to the end result and envision because, you know, we all do. We all want to see the fulfillment of it. But enjoy the process. Enjoy the Mm. waiting. Enjoy the patience. Enjoy what he's going to be speaking to you as you're waiting. Um, and, and, And it'll be restful that way. Um, it'll be hard work, but you'll be in his rest. Uh, and that's the best place to be, to be working hard, but still to be in the rest of mm-hmm. the Lord. Yep. That's good. Yeah, bro. This is such a good topic, Derek, for real. Um, and I just wanted to ask, like, if you had a word for anybody um, wanting to start a, a kingdom business, um, what would you share with them that it should be unto and, and like, what does that look like? I guess like, and why? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let it be onto Jesus. Like, like the Lord, like you having a desire, you just, somebody has a desire right now to start something for the Lord. Like you having that desire, you having that gift, like the Lord didn't just give you it for, no reason like he gave you it to bring glory to his name to show others like who he is and to build his kingdom um yeah no fear i remember like i'm not gonna go too deep into it but like for like me for like the music like i didn't have any musical background i don't have any musical background at all i mean i only sang choir in in high school that's it and like other than that, no music. Like, even my mom, she was like, you don't need to be singing. Like, and it was real. Like, I couldn't sing. <laughs> I couldn't do none of that. And, like, there was people in my life that prophesied over my life saying, I see you in a studio. I see you doing this. And, like, I just, I was just like, you're not hearing from the Lord. Because I was like, nah, that's impossible. But, like, when it, when it kept speaking in my life, I was like, okay. And when, when starting it, I didn't know what I was doing, but what I knew inside of my spirit was I really want to bring glory to God. I really want to lift his name. I really want to honor him. And it's all to unto him. Because like Seth said, like if you try to build something for your own name, like you're going to fail. Even if you do have success, quote unquote, it's still going to fail because it's all going to pass away. You know what I'm saying? But what we build unto Jesus, that's what lasts. That's what lasts. What we build for Jesus, that's what lasts. And so, yeah, when I started... It was just like, I'm just going to do this. I don't care if anybody calls it trash. I don't care what it is. Like, I'm writing to the Lord. Like, you building your bit, no matter what it is, build your business unto the Lord. Like, before, like, I even produce a song. Like, if it doesn't minister to the Lord, it's not going to minister to anybody. So, whatever you're building, if you're not building, if, if you're not building it unto the Lord, it's not going to be able to be built for anybody else or just anything. And so always doing it to the sense of thankfulness to the Lord, like, Lord, this is for you. Like I'm building, I'm, I'm fixing these, I'm fixing your computers, God. I'm building your, I'm building tiny homes for you, God. Like really, like, even when I'm at work, like, cause sometimes like, I ain't gonna lie, like washing windows, man, (laughs) it ain't it. But what keeps me encouraged, (laughs) I mean, no, no offense for whoever's watching. I'm just saying for me, for me, for me, like what encourages me, though, is when I'm washing a window, when it's hot outside, I'm like, Lord, I'm washing your windows. Like I'm washing the windows of heaven, you know, like do like literally doing everything unto the Lord. And like, and some people might say like, oh, you're just doing too much. It's like, no, like the Lord is here. I'm doing this for him, you know? Um, so that's what really 
helps me a lot. Wow. And don't think that this just has to be a business yeah. either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're hearing Derek talk, like his thing from the Lord was music. Right. Um, and there's going to be other things that come up throughout your life. Maybe your thing is starting a social media ministry That's where good. she's posting testimonies of people that you know have had miraculous encounters with Jesus or have given their lives to Jesus. Uh, it may be something totally unrelated to actually starting an LLC or yeah, starting yeah. an actual yeah, business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what that means. But whatever that... <laughs> but whatever that is all of this stuff still applies it applies to whatever the lord is asking you to do Um, and you're gonna have many of them like i've got one in my back pocket right now that you know will be one day i I actually want to i want to build like a tiny home schoolhouse for all of our friends that are going to be homeschooled and so they can have like a little tiny home schoolhouse where they can come and and be like (laughs) that's years down the road but uh anyways the lord can can my kids go to school there bro please (laughs) i even envision it like different parents coming on different days to come and like that's fire you know babysit or you know and watch the kids and that way moms and dads and whoever if you're you know stay at home or whatever they can have days out to get done what they need to do or um yeah to go and minister to disciple people like yeah i just i the lord will help you see things that are in the future and uh but the imperative thing is to start start making those things you have right now a priority (sighs) like how long have you put that thing on the back burner yeah (laughs) like bring it up baby Bring it up to the front burner and crank up the heat on that sucker. Cha, 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 cha. Let's get that joint cooked. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and then we can whip out some other stuff that's that's in the you know storage cabinet. We can cook that, and we can have a feast, mm. a feast of the Lord's uh, will, just all mm. over the place. And people are gonna come to the table and eat it up. Yum 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 yum. And the kingdom's gonna grow because of it. Amen. There's people that are supposed to come into the kingdom because of something that you're supposed to do that haven't yet because you're being lazy. Exactly. Get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Woo. God didn't. God didn't Lord. hand Moses the Israelites. Moses had to obey the voice of the Lord and work hard for that. Wow. You know, one man, look at what one man did. I love thinking and reflecting on like the one man thing, like because of Moses's faith, like God was able to utilize him and and bless his people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love what you guys are talking about. I love, I love the schoolhouse idea. I specifically love the idea about like different parents coming in different parts of the week because one, one of the things that I'm learning through this whole, like, you know, walking out the thing that the Lord is speaking to you is that we really are different members of the body. So like specifically with educating our children, like your wife, Seth has something that my child can only learn from her. Just like someday my wife will have something to teach your children that they can only learn from her. And, 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 and Derek was talking about comparison earlier and just how devastating that is. Mm. Um, because there's that, there's that quote, like, um, comparison is a thief of joy and that's true it's also a thief of your calling like stop comparing yourself to somebody else's calling like we had a moment together yeah. in prayer this last week 
where like we were all just seeking the Lord together and it was nothing that we did in our own strength, but the Lord came. And when he came, clarity came, assignments came, vision came. The Bible says that with lack of vision, the people perish, that, that we have to have a vision from the Lord. We have to be walking it out. And so something really amazing and miraculous takes place in our spirits, in our hearts, in our minds when we come into alignment with the word of the Lord over our lives. And all of a sudden you have purpose. All of a sudden you have clarity. All of a sudden you have a destiny to walk out. I was telling Derek like just the other day after we were praying, I was like, bro, I've never been picked for a team first. I've never been picked on a sports team. Like I was never like killer at sports. And I always, you know, felt like, off to the side or left out in some way, shape or form. And and I used to have like a victim mentality before the Lord came and took that thing away from me because when the Lord gives you purpose, everything else has to leave. Like there is no more comparison allowed. There is no more. I'm a victim allowed. Like the living God has a purpose for you and he's speaking over you and he wants you on his team. And there's something so amazing about that revelation where we recognize like there's something specific just for me like nobody else can have what he has for me because it's just for me and then we can rejoice in who we are as his people we can rejoice in the reality that i'm a pinky or i'm a thumb or i'm a foot or i'm an arm or i'm a leg or whatever we are an eye and ear it doesn't matter as long as we're his he knows where we need to be he knows which member of the body we are and when we're all walking in that man something beautiful happens something really beautiful happens and the kingdom comes his will is accomplished and we get to see heaven on earth Mm -hmm. hallelujah yeah (sighs) i agree bro that's good dude like literally like yeah, I think that's just, well, yeah, Lord's just been speaking to me like, it's just time to stop being lazy. Like, I see, and I, I hope they get saved, so it's not like me downgrading anybody, but I see how the world works harder than the body sometimes, and we have eternal life. We have literally the keys of eternal life, and we're supposed to bring them out of darkness, and it seems like darkness you know, people that are in darkness works harder than the people that are in the church. And it's like, we have life. It's like, why, why are we just sitting on it? You know, like life isn't meant to be sat upon or just waste away. It's meant to be used. It's meant to show others like this is life that you can have through Jesus, you know? Um. Yeah. I think a big part of that laziness can come in if you have maybe... Um, a bad view of eschatology mm. uh, and eschatology being the end times and oh, wow. uh, you know what's going to happen in wow. the end if we just think that I die and I'm going to go to some mystical heaven and everything's you know that that's my future in life mm. and I don't really have a part to play right now I can just do whatever I want and wait for Jesus um, and it doesn't really matter uh, then you're probably not going to care much about what God's calling you to do you're not it's just going to be like yeah, I'm going to do my thing and Jesus will take me home and I'll sing Kumbaya with my friends and family in heaven. Mm. But if you have the view of what the scriptures say, that the king is coming, he's coming to the earth for a bride that has prepared herself. Notice that it says a bride that has prepared herself for him. Uh, that, that means there's action that is required to get prepared for your bridegroom. There are steps that must take place 
there are things that we must attend to, things in our heart, but things around us that we must attend to, to prepare ourselves for our King coming back to get us. And by the way, he's he's coming to the earth and he's going to stay on the earth. Um, and eventually the earth will be our dwelling place and he will be king over all the earth. Um, and so that view of understanding that heaven is coming to earth is a lot different because we have to, that gives us urgency to steward what we have right now, yep. to prepare ourselves right now for this day, for it is approaching quickly. Wow. It is approaching quickly. And we need not waste our time and days because the king is coming. Mm. The king is coming. He is bringing his rule and his reign. And we must be ready for that. Um, and so if you can learn to submit to your master now as his son, uh, then you will not be punished as his slave for mm. disobedience as a slave. Come under the obedience as a son now. Begin to practice it. And then you will be ready to be his bride uh, on that day that is coming oh so quickly. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, bro, that's really good. And, and to be honest, that was the viewpoint that um, I, I lived in for a long time. Um, and, and, you know, why does it matter? What, so what? Like, we're all just going to die anyway, you know? And um, so I, I guess... Um, just just to point people like in the right direction in that like um like where's a good place to learn more about like what you're talking about and like what does preparing yourself look like um you know because i want to i want to find that that perfect balance of like he empowers us but yet we have to prepare ourselves at the same time you know what i'm saying yeah yeah wait were you asking me a question <laughs> yeah i guess just oh. like what <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a, a hypothetical, like uh, rhetorical that yeah. you were throwing out there, but you're asking me specifically. Yeah. Just, just for whoever's listening that like maybe hasn't heard anything like that um, or had that mindset before um, because I just never had a, had a um, understanding of like the coming kingdom and what that actually means. I'll throw some scriptures out there uh, that you could really start diving into um, Matthew 24 is an excellent one. Uh, read Matthew 24 and don't just read it, but like really study it. I would encourage you to look up um, FAI if, if you're interested in getting more um, really, really biblical teaching on this view. Um, Frontier Alliance International, they have an awesome app and just a plethora of teachings and videos, um, things you can listen to, podcasts that are on this topic that could help bring clarity to the scriptures. It's, it's really been a major tool in my life. I know in your life too. Um, Zechariah chapter 14 is also a major, major one uh, messianic prophecy about the return of the Lord and, and what it's going to look like on that day. And just in general, I would encourage you as you read through the scriptures, um, I mean, any of the prophets, like they're all talking about this day. They're talking about the day of the Lord, and, and it's a specific and unique day known only to the Lord. And you'll see that time and time again. They mentioned the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord. Even You could even look that up on your Bible app, the day of the Lord. 
and see what pops up, see what scriptures pop up. Uh, Revelation is obviously going to be a huge one. Um, there's some stuff in First Thessalonians that talks about uh, the resurrection of the dead and what that's going to look like. First and Second Thessalonians, I would, I would encourage you to read that. Um, the book of Daniel, which is very uh, hard to understand, but again, if, if you get um, some commentaries, but, but also the FAI app, I would highly encourage you. Because there's some commentaries out there that are going to give you a lot of different views. Um, but at least the view that we believe at the bread... Um, in the return of the Lord and what that looks like and how that's going to unfold, um, I highly encourage the FAI app. And then also um, resources that Mike Bickle uh, has out there. He's got books and he's got um, stuff on, I believe, on a websites and stuff that and podcasts probably that you can listen uh, and just see what the return of the Lord is going to look like. Um, Mike Bickle, he's part of the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. Um, those are just a few of the resources and scriptures that have really been formative in my understanding of the return of the Lord and have helped cultivate a desire to prepare myself for his return. Um, Matthew 22 as well um, about uh, the bride and, and the wedding feast. And then Revelation 19 also talks about some of that too. Um, but those are some um, scriptures you can definitely check out and, and pour into for a while and get a lot out of. Dude, thank you so much. It really like it really does something. Um, I have a friend, and he said to me um, one time in reference to balancing like the scripture and balancing like the presence of God or the Holy Spirit. He says that um, the word just just the word by itself dries up, and in just focusing on the presence of God and just the Holy Spirit and encountering Him in powerful ways that blows things up. It blows things up out of proportion, and sometimes you know there's no compass. But if you have the the word combined with the Holy Spirit, and you bring those things together, then we're able to grow up into maturity. We're able to grow up into the faith. So having these scriptural references and and, and looking you know through the word, and then combining that with um, bringing these things before the Lord and saying, Holy Spirit, like teach me, teach me this, Lord. Like I don't understand. I really want to. I want to be in line with your heart. Like, I want to understand more about who you are. Like, who are you? And what are your plans? And how can I be a part? Like, what are your plans, right? Um, and I love you talking about uh, Mike Bickle specifically because he talks about how early on when he was a young pastor, when he was, you know, just in his late 20s, um, somebody, you know, began talking to him about uh, God's heart for Israel and, and how that plays a big part in, you know, the end times and the, and the days that we're living in and what we're walking into as a body of believers. He, he, he'll, he'll, he'll say, like, I didn't care about that at all. I'm like, why does that matter to me? Who, who cares about that? But, but when we look at the scriptures, we find that we're a part of this, that Israel's a part of this, that we're in this together, that it's God's desire for us to be one, right? Mm -hmm. Like we read about in John 17. So I just want to encourage you, like, it's, it's, it's something that, um, it's a powerful thing when we take the word and God's... Um, timeline, God's storyline, God's plans, God's purposes, and we bring those things before him into the secret place or with each other in, a, in an intimate group setting. And, and, and then we, we, we allow the Holy Spirit to, to breathe fresh revelation and breathe fresh breath on those realities that the Lord has highlighted to us in his scriptures. It really gives us a deeper understanding, a deeper desire for intimacy, and a deeper um, hunger to become more like him to let him sanctify us um is what i mean specifically when i say that yeah um and it's just it's just a beautiful thing and um, i know that like we're all learning that together Derek, 
Seth and I are all, you know, learning that together. And thank you, Jesus, that you love us enough to reveal the mysteries to us, your people, God. Amen. Derek, do you have a final word, declaration, prayer uh, for us to end this podcast? Yeah. um, I guess I'll just say keep remember your first love that's not just shouting out nothing like genuinely remember your first love that is Jesus remember who he is remember who he is because that word right there like really like spoke to me a lot like when he was talking to the church of Ephesus he was like you're doing all this stuff right you're doing all this stuff good but you forgot one thing you forgot your first love so when the Lord is putting these desires in your heart, I need to build this. I need to do this for the Lord. I know he's called me to do this. When you're obeying the voice of the Lord, always make sure that you remember the who Jesus is. And that's your first love. I And I love what you were talking about, the day of the Lord. Like, I feel like a lack of understanding of the day of the Lord, like, like it starts to, I don't know. Um, we won't really have a drive um, to really look onto that day, have like a Maranatha call in our uh, in our heart, um, and like do the things that He's called us to do. You know, um, and so really understanding that. But yeah, um, and you can do this. <laughs> you can legit do this. Like the Lord's yeah. called you by name. He's called you. Like that's such an honoring thing. That the Lord's called you by name and he wants you to be part of his magnificent, beautiful plan. And so anybody that's discouraged or anybody that has fear in the heart, just know the words of Jesus and take comfort in that when he says, even to the end of days, I will be with you. Um, Yeah. Bro, thank you, Derek. Thank you, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm so happy that you were here with us, man. It's like really special. I'm happy to be and- here. I can't um, let this podcast end without saying that uh, Derek's single, First Love, is dropping on May 19th. Is that right? May 19th. On May all 19th. platforms. Hallelujah. All platforms. So yeah. go and check that out. It's it's incredible. And that's honestly, it's a song that has really, bro, like, hear me say this, like that has really impacted our community. And like, we are able to worship together in spirit and in truth together, bro. Wow. Because because the Holy Spirit, bro, is the conductor on that song, bro. Hmm. And I really do. I honor you, bro. I honor you, bro. I honor you and I bless you, bro. In everything that you're doing, bro, because it's the Lord, bro. And you have a pure heart and clean hands before him. And I know that you're ascending his holy hill, bro. So <laughs> um, I just wanted you, to say thank you for being here. And, and Seth, bro, if you would be willing to just pray for all of us listening and here in this room that we would just stay in first love with the Lord and also just blessing, um, yeah, blessing the body of Christ with your blessing, with the Lord's blessing on the, the, um, specific assignments that we've all been given for the kingdom, um, as they're all all unto the Lord and his (sighs) return, bro. Yeah. uh, I'll pray according to, uh, Philippians two, I was reading today, Paul says, if there's any encouragement uh, in Christ, um, and so I I pray that uh, you're not encouraged in your own flesh, you're not encouraged in your own um, strength or your own giftings, your abilities, but that Christ will do it. 
whatever yeah. you're called to do, Christ will do it. And so I encourage you and bless you with this. Christ will do it in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Guys, that was so good. That was awesome.